Yo, what's up, everybody? It's your boy, Anthony Hudson, and it's my turn to give you one of the best football podcasts out here, you heard? Man, it is week one. Week one of the NFL, week two of college football. I'm so excited. Absolute amazing games, man. If you sat down Sunday, Saturday and Sunday to watch some football, you were in tune for some amazing games, absolutely amazing games. So let's go ahead and get straight into it, the best games of the week. So the first game is North Carolina versus Appalachian State. Um, man, close one, very close one. I don't know what it is about Appalachian State, but every single time, man, it doesn't matter if it was back in 05 when they had that big upset or uh, or now in 2023, they always find a ma- way to make it close against top-ranked game. Um, top ranked teams always find a way, always find a way. I mean, I don't even know if they play good against their regular divisional opponents. Or they play good against regular opponents. Every time they play against top ranked teams, they always keep it close or always upset them. And this this was a game like no other man, or this was like the other games to be honest. Um, forty to thirty three or forty to thirty four, man. Um, if you watched it, it was pretty much close the whole entire game. One team scored in another. They went into overtime. Um, Drake May didn't really play too good overall. I mean, he had 200 yards. Didn't even have a touchdown. But North Carolina um, found a way to win it in overtime after uh, basically a stop. They um, stopped them um, after four downs, and they basically went up and ended up winning the game. Very exciting. Definitely um, a game that you got to watch for sure. And then the game of the week, the preview game of the week, Texas versus Alabama. I mean, everyone was watching it. Everyone was in store to see. Everyone wanted to see if Alabama could come over the hump because Alabama for the past two years have not um, made it to the national championship. Um, and they're supposed to be the dynasty, but is it over? I mean, that's what everybody thinking. Is Alabama dynasty over? And Texas, Texas just got – Payton or Manning, Payton Manning's nephew. They just got um, Manning, or um, what's it called, the Payton um, nephew, and everybody's waiting to see him happen. But it, right now, it's it's your time. It's definitely it's definitely his time for sure. It's his turn for sure. He's been playing amazing. He played an absolutely amazing game against Alabama. Um, Milton, Alabama's quarterback, he has some he has some questionable throws. I'm gonna be honest with you. Overall, he has some questionable plays, questionable throws, and um. Overall, Texas just look like a better overall team. I mean, for the past couple of years, everyone's been talking about Texas. It, is they gonna get? Is they gonna get better? Um, the recruits they're getting is not looking good. Are they gonna finally make it to the top four? Finally make it to the playoffs? And it looked like this, this it's their year. Definitely, they beat them. They beat Alabama thirty-four to twenty-four. Um, absolutely amazing game. Sold out arena or sold out stadium in Alabama, and it was just it was just the atmosphere was crazy, absolutely crazy. I mean, I felt it through my tele through my television. I mean, I I wish I was there. That would have been even crazier. But I definitely felt the atmosphere, and it was just amazing, amazing college football um setting. Then let's go over to the NFL, man. Week one. Absolute crazy games week one. So there were some blowouts. There was a couple blowouts, like the 49ers versus um, Pittsburgh. Not expected that at all. San Francisco went, walked into Pittsburgh and said, this is our house, definitely. This is our house. Beating them 30-7. to seven. Um, Some other games that I'm just like, wow. Um, this absolute blowouts of the Giants getting blown out 40-0 to zero at home. 
in New York, 40 to 0, y'all couldn't score a point? Crazy. But let's get into the best games of the week. Or back into the best games of the week. Miami Dolphins versus the Los Angeles Chargers. Man. Ooh, that was a very exciting game. All I gotta say is Tyreek Hill is him for sure. He's him. He's him. That's that's all you gotta say. He's him. He finished with eleven receptions for two hundred and fifteen yards and two TDs. And he just completely took over the game in the second half. I mean, he was electrifying the whole entire game, but that second half, oh my God. I mean, Tyreek Hill shows why he's a top five receiver for sure. And a lot of people have been keeping him out of that top five, including me. They've been keeping Tyreek Hill out of that top five. After this game, you got you got to sneak his way back in there for sure, definitely. Um, everyone showed up to play, man. Everyone showed up to play. The game consisted of seven lead changes, seven lead changes, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. I mean, everyone, everyone turned out to, to just be playing, just balling. Um, Tua showed off that big, that big arm of his. Yes, sir. Uh, that big on uh, new strong arm of his. He had 466 um, yards with three touchdowns. And on the other side, Austin Eckler, the fantasy um, guru, everyone talking about um, or the mock draft saying that you should get Austin Eckler in this fantasy. You should get Austin Eckler. And I question it. I'm be honest with y'all. I question it, Austin Eckler, but he definitely proved why he. What should should be a um, what's it called top draft pick in the fantasy because he finished with 117 rushing yards and one TD man, everyone played amazing, and Kevin Harlan shout out to Kevin Harlan the commentator he commentated uh, on that epic finish, um, just imagine this right, Miami, just hold um, the Chargers to three points right so they just kicked the field goal, um, the score or Tua gets the ball le- with less than four minutes right. On third down, it's third down. On Chargers did decently to get held on the third down. And Tua winds up, I don't even know, this probably like 40, 60 yards down the field. Like I said, he's showing off that new big arm of his. Throw it to um, Tyree Kill. Snag on the defender. Got down in like the 30-yard line. And then um, fast forward, red zone, right? Couple or um, There's like a minute, 30 seconds left. They're down in the red zone. Third down again, throws an absolute rope to Tyreek Hill in the back corner of the end zone. I mean, you can't you can't make this up. The NFL script writers are going going crazy, man. They're going crazy. They're going insane. The NFL script writers, shout out to them, um, because that game was absolutely insane. He threw it to them, and then Chargers had what like a minute left to get down the field and um score, but they couldn't because Miami defense sacked them twice. End of the game, wraps. Uh, Wilkins got the. I'm pretty sure Wilkins got the um, game winning sack. Um, if he didn't, he still played absolutely amazing. Um, but yeah, the game finished with a score of 36 to 34 Dolphins, and woo! If you had to see it, and then my sleeper game. This is this is a very sleeper game. Arizona versus the Washington Commanders. All right, I know. I mean, it doesn't sound good. At all, like I promise you, but for a game with Joshua Dobbs and Sam Howell as your starting quarterbacks, that was actually a pretty solid game, to be honest. It was a field goal fest (laughs) pretty much the whole entire game, but both defenses, it definitely showed that Arizona defense has definitely stepped up over the offseason, and Commander's defense is here now. Like, their D-line is crazy. Their D-line consists of Jonathan Allen. Um, He's... 
he's finally getting his praise after all these years. He's finally getting his praise as one of the best um, interior um, D linemen or best tackles in the league, definitely. Montez Sweat, the speedster, the one that ran like a, I don't know, a four or five, I think it was in the, in the, in the NFL um, 40-yard dash. I mean, him, Darren Payne, who's underrated, he's a big, big, nasty defensive lineman, and they don't even have their best defensive lineman yet with Chase Young. He hasn't even came back yet. So with him coming back into the into the mix, whoo. Commanders, I promise you, the Commanders is not going to be a matchup that you want to see, at least defensively coming up. But, yeah, it was it was pretty much a field goal fest. And, I mean, that's the really main reason why I, I felt it was good because the defensive uh, played great. Um, Howell and Joshua Dobbs, they actually played solid. But that was a pretty good game. It ended up being a score of 20-16 to 16 Commanders. And Commanders looking to make some noise definitely this year. And a very stacked division with the Giants. Well, the Giants, not no more. Well, in a stacked division with the Eagles and Cowboys, let's just say that. But those are the best games of the week, man. Actually, no, I lied. Because I made this script on Monday. I made this script on Monday before I could get to – or I tried to get to the studio yesterday, but I couldn't get to the studio. I made this script. And I'm just like, man, I'm not going to be able to get to the studio and record. And I guess it was all for a reason, because the Jets were playing on 9-11 in New York with their vintage old throwback jerseys. And I'm just like, let me sit down and watch this game. And, man, from the very beginning, the atmosphere was alive. Aaron Rodgers comes out with the American flag running it down the field Everyone screaming Aaron Rodgers. Everyone screaming Jets, Jets, Jets. Everyone's excited, pumped, energized, crazy, ready to go. And then literally five minutes into the game, it's dead silent. Dead silent. Aaron Rodgers tore his Achilles, man. He's out for the season. Um, it just got confirmed today with MRI. And it's, it basically sucked the life out of the, out of the um, stadium for sure. It definitely did. But... Who was there to bring it back up? The man that <laughs> sucked the life out of their whole entire team last year got replaced by Mike White, and now he's back again starting for the New York Jets again. I mean, you can't can't make this up. The script writers are going crazy. I promise you they are. But um, Zach Wilson came in. He plays a, he played a really solid game. Like, I promise you he did. Um, wasn't forcing any throws, looked poised. Um, that offensive line is still shaky for the Jets. It's still very shaky. So he was getting sacked and had a couple hurries and stuff like that. But he overall played a pretty good game. We saw that Garrett Wilson is the truth. That grab, that touchdown grab that he had was amazing. I mean, Zach Wilson literally just threw it in the area of him. He knocked it or he, he it hit his arm. And for him to have the just – eye control to just see the ball come down and grab it or, or bring it in as he's going down to the ground is just I mean that's just a freak athlete right there to be honest. Garrett Wilson he deserved all the praise for that catch and Josh Allen does not deserve any praise for that game because he played absolutely terrible he had three picks. The first pick I'm just like okay he overthrew it it's the first week. It's the first week Second pick, he threw it exactly like the first pick, overthrew the receiver to the same dude. Like, 
Like, bro, like, do you not realize you're in an actual NFL game right now? Like, come on. And the third pick, I mean, that was a, just a, a great play by the defender as as he – I don't even think he undercut it, but he, he definitely – um. He turned around and made a uh, heads-up play getting that pick. But then on the fourth, he, he threw three picks, and he turned over the ball on the fourth time. That basically, um, what's it called, gave the Jets the ball. And I don't know if Garrett wasn't scored after that, but, I mean, you you give the ball four times to the Jets. They're going to find a way to win the game. And win the game did they – win the game indeed did they do because Gibson – or, yeah, Gibson, the um, rookie wide receiver who literally just got signed the week prior on HBO, on HBO um, Hard Knocks. She was literally see just got signed like a week or two prior, had one of the most exciting punt returns I've ever seen. They tried to um, downplay it, saying that he one of the defenders could should have got called for tripping. I'm just like, he just tried to make the block. Like, you can't. You can't fault him for that. If they would have lost the game or not get that kick return because he so and so tripped, I would have been pissed. But it didn't turn out to be amazing game, absolutely amazing game to watch, and it was a definitely a great closer to end out week one. Some of the great performances I have for the week is, of course, Tyreek Hill. He's him. Like I already said, he had 11 receptions for 215 yards, two TDs. And that game-winning touchdown um, grab was one of them. So Calvin Ridley, he also played well. Um, There's been a lot of talk about him coming back. Um, Calvin Ridley basically for the past two years haven't been in the NFL because of reasons that I'm not going to say because I don't want to downplay him because that's my guy. But, um, yeah, he's been – he's came back. He came back, played for the Jacksonville Jaguars now. And first game, eight receptions for 101 yards in a TD, man. And a win against the Colts. Speaking of against speaking of the Colts, Anthony Richardson played great, too, in his first NFL game, man. First NFL game, he had 223 yards and two um, total TDs, one rushing and one um, passing. Um, he played He played great. There was that last play, though. I don't know what he was trying to play hero ball that last play. He tried to run – Running in, he absolutely got leveled. I had to get taken out the game, but I mean, I I take the charisma, I'll take I'll take the confidence to do that. But you gotta play a little bit smarter with that, definitely. And the best performance of the week is not one person; it's the whole defense, Dallas Cowboys. I gotta give it to y'all. Forty points scored on offense. Some of them were special teams, right? But zero, zero goose eggs. Giants couldn't score a single point on the on um, Dallas defense. Absolutely, I mean, you can't. I don't even know what to say about that. I have no comment on that. I mean, I literally predicted the Giants to probably. I said, I said that I predicted them to at least win like ten games. I'm pretty sure if I if I recall correctly. But you can't score zero. You can't score a single point in the NFL game like oh man that's terrible but Dallas get get on their prayers because Micah Parsons he went crazy like he always does I mean I'm I'm pretty sure Diggs had a had a pick like he always do I mean I'm be honest with you I didn't really watch too much of a game because it was just a blowout it was terrible you didn't really want to watch that game you did not want to watch that game um but here goes with the best things I saw for the week man um 
the best things I saw for the week, definitely um, Texas beating Alabama, 100%, because we do not like um, Bama as Georgia fans, 100%. I'm just I'm just glad, because everyone keeps saying that, uh, or not even everybody, the college football game day host picked Alabama, like straight sweep picked Alabama to win the national championship. Even though there's a team named Georgia, University of Georgia, that's still number one, still got that five-star quarterback, they couldn't pick them for some reason. But, I mean, Texas Texas doing their thing, man. Texas doing their thing for sure. So, shout-out to them. Um, second thing I want to say is, of course, the Jets game winner, like I already just said with him, that was just amazing. This amazing story. Literally just got signed to the team two weeks ago. And now already got a game winner. Great way to finish the game. Great way to um finish that night. Because that night, man, for Jets fans, I know it could have been. It already is worse because they just spent all that money on Aaron Rodgers, all that hope and all that hope that they just got for Aaron Rodgers pretty much dwindled and it's gone now, um, at least for the season. Well, maybe. I don't know. I mean, I hope Aaron Rodgers come back. But, yeah, at least for the season. But it was a good way to at least end the night for the Jets to win against a tough opponent like the Bills. And <laughs> this is probably the funniest thing, definitely one of the best things I got for the um for the best things I saw for the week was Lou Young going to the Colorado facility and seeing Deion Sanders and all them. If you don't know who Lou Young is, Lou Young is a former NFL player. He used to play, I'm pretty sure for the he used to play, I'm pretty for um pretty sure for the Carolina Panthers back in the day. I know he played on D B but he went to Colorado because he is amazing, amazing. Um, or he does intimidates or mocks what's it called, Deion Sanders really well. Like he, it, it's amazing. Like he, he got he got the hat, he got the um, he got the sayings, the voice, everything. Like he, he, <laughs> it's a, it's just an amazing act that he plays with Deion Sanders, and he found, he got to go to Colorado talk to them, chop it up with them and stuff like that. And if you didn't watch the video, go watch the video, man. I promise you, it's so much. It's hilarious. It's hilarious. You better put that back foot down, y'all. <laughs> Absolutely hilariously young. Okay. And normally we end off with this, but I want to do at least for at least a couple games. I ain't going to do all of them, but at least a couple games for, um, what's it called, for college football and the NFL, the best game, the are my next week predictions for sure. Okay, so for college, let's scroll down to see if there's any games that might be good. I don't see any games at all. If there's no like top like top teams going against each other, or like um yeah, if there's no top teams going against each other, I'm not giving a um next week prediction as far as college football because. It's going to be a blowout. <laughs> it's going to be a blowout for sure. Man, look at Alabama dropping to number 10. That's terrible. Anyway, we could definitely go to the NFL, though, and the National Football League, right? Week two. Let's see what some games that we have. We have the Chiefs versus the Jaguars. That's on 12 o'clock at CBS. The Chiefs going to be at the Jaguars. If you didn't watch or – a little background last year they played in the um divisional round I'm pretty sure yeah the divisional round and Jaguars gave them 
they gave them a pretty good effort. I'm gonna be honest with you. So I got Jaguars going at home, especially with the Chiefs not having Travis Kelsey. That is just diminishing their whole entire offense. I mean, and it's not even Patrick Mahomes' fault because Kadarius Tony can't <laughs> he can't catch anything. <laughs> Oh man, Kadarius Tony, man, so sad. But yeah, he couldn't catch. He couldn't catch a ball. Like, and not even him. All other receivers on the team. So, that's gonna be a, a that's gonna be a pretty solid game by the Jaguars. So I got them winning. Um, let's see, my Falcons play the Packers. My Falcons um, definitely established that we have the best running back duo, or at least. One of the best running back duos in the league with Tyler Algier and um, B. John Robinson, the run, um, rookie running back we just got from Texas. Um, and then the Packers, Packers just blew out my Bears. I mean, 38-10, to 10, Jordan Love played a, a pretty solid game. So that's good. that could be a pretty good matchup. They're going to be in Atlanta too, so that's going to be a good matchup. Then the Colts versus the Texans, not a really – well, it could be a good matchup because they're both not two great teams, but it's good to see Anthony Richardson going against C.J. Stroud, the number one and number two overall pick. No, no, no. Number two and number three overall pick going against each other this early in their career. So that's going to be a, a – I mean, that's going to be a headline game, really, but not really – I don't know. I don't feel like that's going to be too much – too entertaining. But still got – Still got the Colts winning because the Colts played pretty good against the Jaguars, so got the Colts winning that. And then as for other games, other games, I mean, I say, nah, every, all the other games, I mean, pretty much going to be solid, but not really too, not really too entertaining as far as that. I kind of wanted to, like, limit, because normally I, I explain all of the games, but I either be, like, hesitant or I don't be really into it because some of the games are just not entertaining. They're just they're just not. So I'm going to pick the actual entertaining games to pick from and choose to talk about, and then those are going to be the ones I get the predictions on. So we're going to do that from now on, definitely. All right, man. Thank you for listening to the podcast. I really appreciate it. I'm going to keep trying to um, give this or give content to you all every week. Next week, we talk about week two in the NFL and week three in college football. Cited. Y'all don't understand how much how much effort I'll be watching or put into this. I definitely be watching. I'll be watching at work. I go home and watch highlights. As soon as I get off work, I'll be watching highlights. If I if I work on Sunday, I I'll be watching highlights like right after the game and stuff like that. It just if I'm not, if I'm not watching football, I'm watching highlights. Like I'm definitely breaking down these films, trying to remember every game so I could relate it to y'all and give y'all the spiel. But definitely, man, thank you for listening, and peace.